I'm Nancy Showalter, and you're listening to Spirituality for the Politically Incorrect podcast. Welcome, all radical paradigm shifters and creative change makers. You who dare to create a better life and a better world, tap into the power that resides within you and use that power for constructive change. Hello and welcome back to our study of the seven major chakras. Today we are focusing on the base of the spine chakra. This is the chakra of the mother, the divine mother Kundalini, the powerful light of the mother that is locked in that base of the spine chakra, which is the foundation of our physical body. Think about it, our our whole physical body is a manifestation of Mother, just like we have Mother Earth here in this physical dimension. And we call God Father because we instinctively know that Spirit is the Father and the physical is the Mother. And so we relate in those terms while we're embodied. In reality, of course, the Father, Mother, God is in Spirit and in Matter. But this base of the spine chakra, it vibrates with a pure white light. Now, just as a reminder, the seven chakras as I am talking about them are how the Ascended Masters tell us this is how they look in the purified form. Not everybody has these pure colors, lack of any darkness or muddy colors or distortions, whatever in the chakras. Now you'll see many different colors of the chakras. Most of the time that base of the spine chakra is shown as red. And that may very well be how most of the population is. But in the purified form, in our etheric body, in the divine matrix, that base of the spine chakra is the flame of purity, the white light of the Divine Mother. And in the East, It's the kundalini fire, meaning that fire of that chakra is meant to rise to the crown, which is the father aspect. You see this whole trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, is multiplied many times over in all of God's creation. So we have the mother light in the base of the spine, the father in the crown. Those two come together in the heart, which gives us the Christ consciousness. And these, of course, are terms used by Christianity and and some different religions. But we're talking now about general concepts, universal concepts of God. So base of the spine, it has four petals, as you'll see in the picture. And it is that pure uh, mother light. When you have the mastery of this particular chakra, you attain the consciousness of the Divine Mother, and that is the consciousness of being omnipresent. And it's the energies of the power of this fourth ray, this ray of purity through this chakra that gives you the power to be everywhere on earth simultaneously once you have the mastery of this chakra. So the Divine Mother 
and the understanding of the concept of mother, I gave a more detailed explanation of the Divine Mother on the May 10th episode. You could go back and listen to that if you'd like more information. But this chakra, once again, is meant to rise. Now, the misuses of this chakra manifests itself in all kinds of sexual perversions. And keeping that energy below the heart, not rising up to the heart chakra, not rising to the crown where you have that union of the father-mother energies and you have enlightenment. So it is important that we understand we don't want to squander this light uselessly, needlessly, and waste it. And this has, of course, been one of the great teachings of most religions and sometimes one of the most challenging energies to overcome. I know Gautama Buddha, as an ascended master, he has given a dictation and he talked about in his lifetime, even as the Buddha, that one of the biggest tests for him was mastering the mother light and the sexual energies. If you recall the story of his life, he became enlightened after leaving the palace where he had everything and he was totally protected. His father wanted him to stand, go in his footsteps and, and um, be the ruler of the kingdom when his time was up. But when Gautama Buddha was born, a prophecy was made over him that he would do one of two things. He would either become the king and a beautiful ruler, a good ruler, or he would go off into a monk's life. And his father did not want him to go that way. So he made this entire environment for him where he never saw anything that was imperfect. He had everything he wanted. He had many different homes in this kingdom so that he never wanted for anything. But as the story goes, he wandered out from the castle three different times, and he saw three different things that he'd never seen before. First, he saw an old man, and he didn't ever see anybody get old and decrepit like this person. And then the second time, he saw a sick man, someone who was very, very ill, and close to dying. Then the third time he saw a dead man. And this sort of opened his eyes to what life was about. And he came up with the philosophy that life was suffering and our suffering was rooted in our desire. And he was determined he wanted to be he wanted to find the higher truth. He wanted to become enlightened. So he went off to be the mendicant. He left his rich life. He lived six years as uh, no, like practically no eating, starving himself. And after six years, in fact, he almost died. And then a maiden came by and gave him some rice pudding. And that nourished him enough to get back on track and he realized okay that's not that is not the path the ultra rich life he had 
and then the other extreme now, this was not the path. And this is how he came up with also the understanding of the middle way, that we do not want to necessarily be in these extremes. And then, of course, as the story goes, he sat under the bow tree and he said he was not moving until he had enlightenment. And so he meditated in that position and he had his enlightenment. In the meantime, he was tested by Mara, who had come and test him with the sexy dancing ladies and all the different things that he was tested with. And that's when it was said, he touched the ground and he said, I have a right to be doing what I'm doing. And the ground shuddered. So it's a, it's a great story and it's an understanding that mastering the sexual energy and not misusing it or wasting our energy in excessive sexual encounters. But the biggest thing is you're keeping your energy below the heart when you do these extremes. Of course, our sexual energy is sacred, actually, and it is meant to be used for procreation of another human being, but also for the creative power that man and woman have coming together. And so you have the potential misuses and abuses and violence with sex. All of this is misuse of the energy. So this base of the spine chakra, the energy is meant to rise. In the East, many people meditate upon this energy to get it to rise. Now here's the thing. When you force the Kundalini energy to rise before you are really ready to handle it, it can be very dangerous. So we want to make sure that we do not enter in and engage in practices that take heaven by storm basically because you can have tremendous difficulties you can have an opening of the chakras to the astral plane or the plane that is just dense here in the physical and below the vibration of the physical even or you can have uh, insanity sometimes going off the deep end so to speak and you don't want that either so the masters have told us one way that is a natural way to raise these energies and get the development and the unfolding of the kundalini the mother light is one way is through the hail mary prayer and there is a new versions there's newer versions where people change the ending but even the traditional christian Hail Mary, Catholic Hail Mary, you are Hail Mother Ray, basically. You are raising that Kundalini energy naturally and safely. And also you can meditate upon your heart and raise that energy to the heart, focusing on that. And there are, you know, various mantras you can give and one which is I am Alpha and Omega in the white fire core of being. And this is focusing on your heart and declaring 
the Father-Mother God in balance within your heart chakra. So we have a very powerful force within us and we can use that force for our own enlightenment. Many people in this modern age have a tendency to think, oh, just sexual encounter with whomever you want, whenever you want, it really doesn't matter. It's just a sexual experience means nothing beyond that in many cases. And the truth of the matter is that is your light, your energy. So the more you spend it, the more it affects your physical body, even can affect your lifespan. Now there's many wholesome and healthy aspects to sexual encounters also. For men and women in committed relationships, you can consecrate your sexual energies and coming together as a creative force and consecrate it to the higher development and enlightenment of your consciousness. So this is the base of the spine chakra, four petals, white fire of the Divine Mother and the foundation of the physical body. I will see you next week and we will talk about the crown chakra, the final of the seven chakras, and how this is our key to enlightenment. Until then, keep an open mind, a generous heart, and a powerful spirit. Thank you for being with me today. And if you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, download, and comment. I'd love to hear from you, and your support is much appreciated. And don't forget, go to nancyshowalter.com to get your free electronic copy of my book, It's Okay to Be Rich, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Increased Wealth and Personal Mastery, endorsed by T. Harv Ecker. And my free mini course, How to Speak Your Success, The Shocking Truth of How Your Words Impact Achieving Your Goals. I'll see you next week.